This week on Another Digital Citizen, crazy news of the week, NXT TakeOver London, the Christmas Origins story, the seen it, seen it not of Creed, and predictions for season three of The Leftovers. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome citizen. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an episode of another digital citizen that is going to be extremely weird of different reasons that I'm going to explain. First and foremost, we don't have Tilly with us, but when Tilly is sick, we get in uh, the second best woman in the world. Hello, uh, Dan. You couldn't go with the second best Brit. <laughs> it was a swerve. Okay. Uh, yeah, sorry everyone, you've got me instead of Tilly. <laughs> the best, ne- next best woman. So, how are you, Dan? It's been a long uh, time since you've been on the podcast. That's true. I mean, technically, I've never been on this podcast. No, but, um, technically, yeah. you haven't. Yeah. But there was another time at one point where we did this sort of thing <laughs> together. Um, yeah, I, I've been pretty good. I've had a, a very interesting week. Um, yeah. Now, uh, getting pretty busy in the run up to Christmas. My house is full of people, including a baby. So uh, yeah. I don't know exactly how long I'm going to be able to be on for tonight, but I'm, I'm here for a very specific reason. Yes, you are. Uh, uh, when uh, we don't have a woman and don't have a Brit, we have someone called Luke. Hello, Luke. Hey, bro. Hey, Dan. Welcome back. Uh, I guess this is kind of a reunion of the old Sunday show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it feels I like guess. a reunion. Yeah. It's it's the three uh, matadors back in business. <laughs> yes, the three matadors. Yes. Yes. That's us. Not the musketeers, but nope. the matadors. So, how how has your week been, uh, Luke? Uh, not not great. I uh, got sick and I and I put my back out all in the same week, so I was pretty miserable. Uh, I'm getting better though, so uh, feeling oh. better. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yep. Uh, do you want to tell the listeners why the sound is going to be different this week? 
Uh, yeah, Fro is not home this week. <laughs> no. I'm uh, in the mental hesp- hospital again. Yeah, which I don't Yay. think we ever talked about it on this show, but we talked about no. it on Let's Talk Then. Uh, one yeah. time we you did a podcast from the hospital. Yes, uh, that was a weird episode too. Right. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and that's why I'm saying this is going to be a weird episode because that was an episode with Dan as well. I remember that episode. Because I'm on my cell phone doing the show. Right, which I w- was doing last week, but uh but yeah, how are you doing, Fro? How long have you been in there? I yeah, uh, I came today, so <laughs> I'm pretty uh, tired. I'm exhausted because I'm sick. So other than that, I'm mm. actually doing quite good. Cool. Right on. Don't yeah. want to. Let's not dwell on that though. Let's get right into the news, I guess. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Well. Oh. Not really. I guess we ha- we need to plug something, don't we? We need to do the plugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we have a Facebook uh, page uh, that our listeners can go and discuss things. And they can see uh, pictures of me taking the train. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. they were fascinating photos. <laughs> I I've never seen a train fasc- before. Yes, <laughs> but I, I I've been visiting my dad, and uh, that was nice. It was really nice to see him again uh, before Christmas. And yeah, I have had a lot of work, so it's it's all those things together uh, with a lot of stress. Uh, just been <laughs> a little too much, so I'm just here relaxing, having uh, having a nice time. Right on. Yeah, I called yeah. Fro, and he was on the train, and I. It took me a second to figure it out because at yeah. least here in America, people don't really travel a lot by train. Uh, in big cities, they have subways and things like that, trams. Uh, but uh, trains here, like long distance, people people will get on a plane to go thirty minutes here. So. Yeah. Runaway train, never looking back. I love that song. And Luke it right. really doesn't know what I'm singing because uh, Luke I doesn't mean, I don't know, know any songs. I, I know that song, but I, I couldn't tell you who it is. <laughs> it's somebody like Brian Adams, maybe. Some, I know I could tell you what jet, it's from like the late 90s or something like that. Yeah. Why don't we so throw check the clip out of that the song. <laughs> So check out uh, uh, the show's uh, Facebook page. Now we can talk about the news. Uh, yeah, actually, I noticed news, we, we have like way more listeners than we do uh, people contributing on our Facebook page. So uh, we know you're yeah. out there. <laughs> we know you're out there. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, uh, yeah, so uh, we watched the U.S. Democratic debate this week. Did you watch any of that, Dan? No, sadly not. Oh, yeah. All right. I don't know why I'm saying sadly not. Right. It's probably kind of boring being the democratic debate, right? Uh, this time was actually a little interesting. Yeah, uh, when it's Yeah, no. when it's two people on stage, there's something different. Uh 
Uh, well, but, it's uh, yeah, three I this like, time. It, uh, it... I like when... Yeah, three, sorry. I, I can't count, Luke. Right. It's the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. But, uh... It's hard for me to... But yeah, the, earlier in the week, uh, did you see the stuff about um, the Bernie Sanders suing the Democratic Party? Yeah, uh, and I asked you what it was for, and you linked me to a video. Uh, and the video told me that he was suing because they have taken uh, some of his investigations into numbers i'm not sure uh i understood they're suing them for uh from what i'm to understand it's uh for being uh negligent for hiring this company that let out all this information on their different parties so they have a group website that basically uh all the candidates use that is set up by the parties but it but it's run by a third-party company, obviously. Um, and the information for candidates got leaked out there, I guess, a couple of times. And this time, they, Sanders, some of the Sanders campaign people went in there and went, oh, look, we can see all this stuff. So they, were, they went in there to look at it, is what they said, and then uh, went to tell the Democratic party but they they had already found out about it and then they suspended them from getting into this info so um the bernie sanders people sue so they actually were... are suing them they're still suing them they didn't take away the lawsuit but uh yeah they sue they're so suing... they, go they, ahead yeah so they are suspended from from seeing their own material as i understand right. it uh they only did it for like one day because there were massive yeah blowback from it as far as like it was all over the news and uh there were petitions all over the place about it um right so they they weren't going to do it for long but it was a big point of contention right there at the beginning of the of the debate because it was hillary's information and so there was a big talk about it right at the beginning um right yeah uh so uh what did you think about this debate <clears throat> there were <clears throat> definitely some interesting parts and uh, a lot of stuff covered that hasn't been covered in any of the other debates. I mean, they did a whole 20 minutes on heroin uh, yes. this one, which I thought was really, really interesting. Wow. Right. Um, uh, because you... Clinton is a massive heroin user, that's why. Right. <laughs> yeah, of <No> course. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. She's into heroin. Uh, I'm pretty sure you knew. No, that, that's uh, where she I, was probably when she couldn't get back on stage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you notice that, I, bro? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I found it pretty, uh, like I, I said before, democratic debates uh, in the democratic movement are always a little boring. But this was a little less boring because they actually talked about stuff that is in, interested in for me as well. Mm -hmm. I, I think I, I think Clinton uh, did uh, a good debate. I think uh, she got booed at uh, one point by the crowd though. 
Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. But Bernie Sanders did a great debate. Right. Like, yeah, he just killed it. <laughs> he killed it. And the I'm last him, guy right? that I yeah, and the last guy I don't remember his name because he's boring and yeah, he he's was a robot. boring this Yeah. He was so boring this debate as well. <laughs> I don't understand him. So he's the mayor, right? Because he said it like 600 times. He just, every time he would start a sentence with, when I was the, while, while I was mayor, that was every sentence he started. <laughs> it, it was like that second, first debate that you and me saw of the Republican debate when he said always, all the time, am I 62 times going to Iraq? Right. Yeah. <laughs> He just kept pointing out that he's went to other countries over and over and over. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that was. Yeah, but this debate was good. I, there was one part where, um, I think, uh, it was the part where uh, the commentator uh, was kind. Of, Hillary just kept talking, and the commentator's like, "You need to stop talking now. You have to stop talking now. <laughs> stop it." And she just yeah. kept going like after her time, and Bernie like is sitting there, and he goes. Now this is getting interesting. <laughs> That's all he said. <laughs> but I like him. I like him more and more and more. Right. Um, Hillary came off uh, as m more the war uh, candidate. She definitely yes. wants to go to war. Oh, definitely. Uh, she wants to fight ISIS on the ground and all those yeah. other things. So uh, there was that was the big difference there in this debate that they talked a lot about. I agree. Yeah. Um, but we have uh, some Nazi train uh, treasure updates. Uh, yeah, I just saw this today. So um, I don't have we, all we, the we info. Need, we need to do the Nazi treasure train uh, update uh, sound. It's going to be the last one we're ever going to do, so... Uh, I remember why this is Nazi that? treasure train stuff. What's going on? Right, it's still around. Uh, uh, we've been following it this whole time since yeah. um, the first <laughs> time I mentioned it was the final update. Right, yeah. Uh, the first one we did was on the uh, Super Show when we did the six-hour Let's Talk. Then that was the first time I mentioned it. So a long time ago. <laughs> um, but I guess uh, they did. They last week we talked about they were doing magnetic and um ground penetrating uh tests by like an actual um mining company and what was the result of that uh they said there's no train in there at all nope and nope they said there's a, there's probably <laughs> a there's probably a tunnel but they have no there's no evidence of there's a train being there no trade that we are not toot, kidding. Toot. Something I, I can already see the YouTube uh, conspiracy <laughs> videos going up reading some of these. Oh, videos. they took the train away. Yeah. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Uh, it's a little Black sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little sad. It is. You know, it would really would have been cool even just to get an old train. I don't even yeah. need the gold in it. It would have just been cool for there to be an old train. Yeah. Um, so it, it was a tunnel and it was empty. <laughs> uh, well, they think it's a tunnel because they haven't actually dug down there. Right. So, but, so what they found was a hole in the ground. 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, the thing about it is, there in Poland, there's basically Nazi tunnels uh, under the ground going all over the place, and lots of them they haven't actually uh, explored very much. So, but there's miles and miles of tunnels <laughs> under the ground. So, um, this probably is just one of those tunnels because uh, in Poland, Hitler was building um, an underground bunker to outlast uh, like a nuclear. Uh, a nuclear war if he needed to so toot, toot. <laughs> as it goes away into the sunset wave the train goodbye bye, <laughs> bye train <laughs> uh, so it's almost a sad train uh, update yeah this is probably going to be our final one I mean there's some other websites that I was looking at that are seeing um Saying that uh, there's a possibility it could be somewhere else. Because they know that these trains are out there. Uh, unless they've been taken by some kind of looting. I don't know how you'd loot a train, the entire train. <laughs> but, um, and in some private collection somewhere. But uh, they were documented as being there. So they're somewhere, they just don't know where they are. So we could get this at some day in the future. I hope it's not our last uh, Nazi train update because it's almost like it followed us so for so long. So right. it's a little yeah. sad to see it go uh, go away. <laughs> I think so too. It's been fun to follow though. So, so. so um, last week uh, you told me and Tilly that isn't here uh, that we were doing Infowars stories. What is Infowars? Uh, yeah, it's the um, it's a very right wing uh, radio show slash website um, run by a guy named Alex Jones, who we talked about in the past a little a, a, a small amount. Right. Uh, I think when we were talking about um, Moon Matrix theory. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so we decided we were just going to go check out this website and see they've got their news up there. And these people are, they, uh, you know, they believe in the Illuminati and things like that. So they have some interesting news stories. <laughs> yeah, that's saying it mildly. And I'm, I'm going to begin, begin with a fake story they have about Sweden. Sweden top public broadcaster bans the word immigrant. How stupid does that sound like? If that was true, how could they tell the news? Hey, you know what works well? Trying to get people to stop saying a word. Yes. Always Sir? goes well. Right. <laughs> Terms black and dark skinned also prohibited because it may arouse criticism of terrorists and criminals, uh, says you know, Paul. You know what else you don't want to do? Criticize terrorists or criminals. Right. <laughs> yes. They don't deserve any criticism. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't. But yeah, Sweden uh, top. Public broadcaster SVT has ordered its employees not to use the word immigrant. Um, 
I actually uh, went to SVT, uh, Swedish uh, television broadcasting website, to see if they had a follow-up on this case. And mm. they said, uh, hey, this uh, lying piece of shit is <laughs> spreading rumors about us that isn't <laughs> true. <laughs> they had a story on their website that said that. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Mm. More like or a, less. I, I wouldn't have been able to read that, obviously. Um, yeah. But the, I could send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I could probably Google Translate it, right? Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, this, this whole thing is uh, all crazy. If you read it, it starts in one place. And by the end of it, it, it uh, by the end of the article, it's talking about um, Muslim gang rapes uh, in, in Sweden. Somehow they yeah. get from this story about uh, about public broadcasting banning a word to Muslim gang rapes by the end of the article. <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> very strange. And then did you see the uh, video at the bottom of the... Yeah, the two, uh, two, 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 two videos. I, uh, didn't, I didn't watch them, but I just... A, t- a title, Sweden under socialist socialism, and Sweden goes insane. Done. That's the video. Oh, is that what it says on your... My video says Sweden is under uh, social mind control. Yeah, social oh, okay. mind control, sorry. And Sweden goes insane. Is the second I don't think video. you need to watch either of those videos. The The titles really say it all. <laughs> right, exactly. I went into the one, and it's an hour long. Sweden is under oh, mind control. It's an hour long video. And what's it got to do with the article? I have... Well, it's about Sweden, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. It's about Sweden. Gotcha. Sweden is also a country that hires ISIS sympathizers, it says there, to run its immigration boards. That's not true. <laughs> wow. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So this, this is a pretty ridiculous one. Yeah. I, I, found, uh, I found a bad one, and it was about our neighbor country. Let's... I'm going to go over here and look on their sidebar of this thing. Oh, what do they have here? Oh, uh, they got some a store. I'm going to go into the store. <laughs> see what they have. Survival Shield X2. Yay! Brain Force. Super Male Vitality. <laughs> so That's important. Yeah, there's, important. this is what they're they're selling on their store of their um of their news site is a bunch of like uh, hogwash uh, snake oil, so that's good. <laughs> also, just the fact that their categories of news include Big Brother, Global Crisis, Open Borders, War on Terror, and Police State <laughs> is very interesting. Yeah. It's a crazy site. So tell me about your news article, Luke. Oh, yeah. I just found... uh, This was actually... (laughs) I went into their site, and it was in the top banner for, like, the the five uh, top news stories that they have kind of uh, cycling on their top banner. So I clicked that, and I went into this video, and it's called Star Wars, What They're Not Telling You. The worst episode of Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) 
And what what are are they not telling us? Uh, they're I not swear telling if us they're that bad mouthing Star Wars. I'm gonna be real pissed off at this website. <laughs> uh, well, they kind of are, but they said that Star Wars has a strong female uh, ass kicking character because the Illuminati wants to down dumb down uh, basically the American family and individualize people so that they can control them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Uh, I don't even know how you get from point A to point B. Exactly. It's just like it. that other story. <sighs> but yeah, uh, basically, they say if if women are strong, then they're not gonna but want to be with men apparently, and not gonna uh, they're not gonna want to have children, so it'll destroy the family. Uh, uh, the institution of the family in America, and then in turn <laughs> uh, will cause people to be all individualized and, and will make make it easier for the global elites, as they call them. They don't actually ever say Illuminati, <laughs> but they, they say like the global elites uh, to control people. So, so uh, since you've seen the movie, Dan, do you yeah. feel more controlled by the uh, Illuminati <laughs> after you saw Star Wars? No, I feel a little more controlled by Disney, and some people would <laughs> would argue that that's the same thing. Yes, but uh, I I'm not sure whether I feel I don't know emasculated in any fashion or whatever else they might be suggesting a strong female character would would do that was negative. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's 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 kind of embarrassing uh, that they mention this movie because I I I read a lot of half uh, spoilers. We're not going to talk about uh, the movie because uh, Luke is going to see it next week. Uh, yeah, don't but, worry, people. You don't have to turn off the podcast right here. Nope. Right. Uh, uh, and and but but it's kind of it's kind of funny when. They they talk about the movie in such uh, a bad way because it's it's like oh they they may make movies to control your mind. Well, they make a lot of things to control your mind. But why 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 Star Wars? Why why is Star Wars so freaking? I, I mean, the reason they're they're picking this out is because it's so popular. Yeah, mm. obviously, that's why they would make this kind of news story. I'm sure if it was any other movie that was popular, they would find some angle. Uh, I wonder if they had a story out for for the Hunger Games movie. Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. And and probably. they probably had some Harry Potter ones, like oh these control your kids. These are the teaching them witchcraft things like that because these are. Right-wing conservative Christian people. So, and uh, according to Dan, uh, Star Wars uh, was a good movie. So, mm. oh, so good! I can't wait to go see it again. Really? Oh yeah. Oh. Mm. It's just that I know I'm going to go with at least two different groups of people, so I, yeah. I probably should wait for them rather than go again and then have to go twice more. <laughs> right. <laughs> it sounds expensive. Mm. Yeah. So, so, have you seen any TV this week, uh, Luke? Oh uh, yeah, I actually saw a bunch of TV this week. Uh, Survivor yeah. finale was on. Oh, so really, good. really good. Uh, this is like oh. one of the best seasons, maybe in the last like 
10 seasons, maybe. Oh, I mean, I, this, I totally agree. The thing about Survivor is there are certain seasons that change the way the game is played. Yes. And this was one of those seasons where yes. everything uh, was different. It was, they, there was, oh. the contestants were putting it a whole new spin on how the game was played here, not just the, uh, the way they set it up or anything. Um, and the soup finale, which was yeah. really sad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, was... there was actually at the very end of the show in they're doing the sign off with the whole crew and there's ladies crying in the, uh, in the group. It was kind of, in a way it's weird because it's the soup and it's like, why are you crying <laughs> over the soup? Yeah, because it's no reason to cry over spilled milk, so why should you cry over soup? Right. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, bad jokes. Um, Dan, have you seen any TV this week? Yeah, not a lot, but I've seen a couple of things. Um, okay. I actually just caught up on a couple of uh, shows that finished a few weeks back. I saw the final Walking Dead for this half of the season. Um, which was kind of disappointing. Yes, I agree. Uh, <laughs> um, and I saw the finale of a show called You, Me, and the Apocalypse. It's a really good show. Yeah. I, uh, I really kind of, like that. I one. thought you might have uh, been watching that. Yeah. Uh, I yeah really very, like it. very fun, interesting yeah. kind of comedy drama thing. How far are you in The Leftovers? <laughs> uh, I've got one episode left to watch. Oh. And I was really disappointed by the penultimate episode because I just don't give a shit about either of the characters that were focused on in that episode. Meg really? and Tommy. Is it Tommy? Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. yeah. I don't care about either of them. Really? Yeah. Then you're going to hate the finale. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that. It doesn't really have. I mean, you barely see Meg in the in the finale. True, true. Uh, true. I I was hoping when I watched the uh, penultimate episode that I'd get some more development for Kevin or Nora or um oh the the holy man. What's his name? Christopher Eccleston. Uh, the hug. But no, we took a break out and. Yeah. Dealt with that annoying woman and that clueless boy. <laughs> that annoying woman. <laughs> I like her. You would. Yeah. I like I like controlling women. <laughs> well that wasn't phrased correctly, but that's fine. Yeah. Um what have I seen? Uh, because I'm in the hospital. Oh, uh, well, oh, yeah. Uh, I saw American Horror Story with my dad. The mm. first season. Oh. The whole first season we saw wow. this weekend. You marathoned it. Yup. And he loved seen the God it. of Thunder thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, he liked it. He, he really liked it. Uh, I, I I've seen it before, so I I was I I now see that it's more critical to uh, to uh, oh, against uh, it's uh, more against uh, help me look werewolves. Um, I've never Republicans. Seen, yeah, I've never seen American Horror Story. Chocolatiers. No, uh, against uh, potted plants. Uh, 
like uh, Christians, having... religious people. <laughs> Shut up! Uh, <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you're doing the opposite. Okay. Uh, it's really against uh, psychiatry. Ah, yes. I never would have got to that. No, I know. But uh, but you you seen a show uh, in live this week, Dan? I did. I saw something very special. What was it? It was uh, it was a, a live wrestling show called NXT Takeover London. Yeah, and it was bloody marvelous. Yeah. To say it mildly. Oh yeah. To say it mildly. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I'm actually very interested to hear your opinions on it because I, I think it was a, a pretty big difference in terms of the experience being okay. there. Then live or then on TV. Yeah. Did you watch? Did you rewatch it? Um, yes, I've rewatched okay. it. Just wondering. Uh, I looked for you, but I didn't see you. Oh, I I've not managed to spot myself. I was a little okay. too far. Uh, to the left of the screen. Mm. Maybe, maybe right. because I look look for a, a man with red hair. Yeah, but you look <laughs> for a ginger kid. <laughs> oh, I love I love making references to things that nobody else is going to understand. Yeah, this has been a great joke that's uh, been stretched <laughs> very thin over yeah. shows. and nobody's ever understood it except for us. <laughs> so that's fine. <laughs> So tell us uh, about that day. What uh, yeah. what happened? So How this was last Wednesday, yes. and um, uh, around that time, I believe you were recording an episode of this show. We were recording yes. as the show was happening, actually. <laughs> Which, to be honest, if I were you, I would have maybe moved the show and and watched the the special. Nah. But, Okay. Uh, we're more important. They should have moved their show for us. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I should have had a word with someone while I was there. <laughs> I'm sure I could have cornered Triple H if I'd wanted to. Yeah. Why Why are you putting this when when the best show yeah. on earth, another digital citizen, is recording Triple H? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'll try, and, uh, I'll try and get a word with him next time I, yeah. I spot him. Uh, so this is last Wednesday, and uh, it was... It took place at uh, the SSE Arena Wembley in London, which was uh, a 10,000-seat arena. Um, And as far as I know, the whole place was sold out. Yeah. How big big of an arena is this as far as compared to uh, the O2 or something bigger like that? Oh, the O2 is bigger. Like three Uh times as big or... No, the O2 is actually not as big as you'd think it is if you were to look at the outside of the O2. Right. Um, because it's it's in a much smaller part within that. So, yeah, the O2 is where they um, they film SmackDown and Raw these right. days in London. Um, it's, I don't know, this would be a guess. It's maybe like half the size okay. of the yeah. O2. Maybe a little more than half. Um, but yeah, uh, let me think. So I got there and I was, I'd met up with uh, a few uh, wrestling fans 
from over the internet. You know how we do. Yeah, yes. I saw some pictures uh, uh, from Vince. I think posted a picture up that I saw. Yeah, yeah. The good man Vince and his Finnish friends. Uh, and a, a bunch of us had a few drinks before in the area, and the atmosphere was uh, was definitely noticeable. Um, I believe on the pre-show of the uh, the takeover special, they cut to a couple of. Um, uh, shots outside the venue with that Greg Hamilton guy trying to talk to camera and the sound was just crackling because people were being too loud. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It, the, they were drowning him out. <laughs> uh, so there was lots of singing and chanting outside the, the venue and the lines were to get in were round the, the building. Um, and as soon as I got into the arena, you could hear, uh, weirdly, people doing the New Day Rocks chant. <laughs> I don't know good. why. I, I, uh, do they do woos in England? Any WWE uh, show you go here, uh, go to here in America, because I've been to one yeah. here on the West Coast, and I went to one in Chicago one time. And both places, before you get into the arena, it's woo, and then the whole... Uh, hallway is filled with yeah. woos. You got that? Okay. Just yeah, we got some of that. Um, weirdly, before the show started, it was it was mainly chanting for New Day. Uh, ten. There were lots of ten chants. Oh yeah. For the perfect ten, Ty Dillinger, of course. Um, who was robbed <laughs> to not be on the special? <laughs> yeah. Um, and there was lots of booing because a, a couple of people had uh, Eva Marie signs. Oh no! So there was lots of like booing and chanting at those people when they held up their signs. As far as the the crowd went, it was kind of like a cross between the the impact crowd that that you get in London, because you've got to be a certain like level of dedicated wrestling fan to go see an impact show, right? And uh, and maybe kind of like the WrestleMania crowd. It was very smart, but also um, kind of like a football crowd in the UK or soccer, if uh, right. If you're that way inclined, I guess you're going <laughs> to get that though. I mean, people that have seen this have have the network, so they're paying for that. Yeah. Um, so they're more than likely going to be a smart, smarter fan, at, at least. And, and so there was a lot of chanting. I'm sure you noticed. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a quiet NXT show. No, for not sure. at all. No, there was uh, there was some swearing. There were lots of uh, creative uh, song based chants. Like what? Well, uh, not a song, but actually, what's funny is the at the event they were recording three matches. Right. Uh, for the episode of NXT that will air tonight. Yeah. So uh, people may have seen that by the time they listen to this. Uh, but I'm not going to give away any, like, uh, any big spoilers. But there were three matches, and one of which involved Jordan and Gable. Ooh. And the weird thing is, I think they were the most over of anyone at the show. Really? Yeah, in the opening match, which probably helped, but the crowd was uh, was electric for Jordan and Gable. Huh. 
and they had a particular chant going, um, which you'll hear. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna burst into chant on the oh, podcast. Oh, please, please spoil it. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Go, uh, go, pay you nine ninety nine and watch it on the network. <laughs> um, but Jordan and Gable were clearly loving it. Right. Uh, they were really pumped by the the response. So this was recorded before the special. Yes. Okay. Um, they recorded two matches before and then one match after. Okay. Which I think was a very smart tactical move. Um, so Elias Sampson was also involved. Um, Mr. Guitar Man. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sami Zayn did uh, debut, re-debut, return at the end of the night. Oh, right. Uh, as, like a ha- that definitely happy go-home uh, thing, would you say? Yeah. Or was it? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, we didn't learn much about what what Sammy was going to do, uh, which, and I actually wondered whether he was going to get involved in the main event. But anyway, I, can we talk about the chance, uh, the reaction to the chance, real quick online? Sure. What did you think about the, that whole reaction to um, to how how? People didn't like certain chants, and they didn't like how loud the crowd was the whole time. Well, um, I, I did read some of that, and I, I understand, um, I understand certain criticism. I'm not like a huge fan of of British crowds for wrestling as a whole. I think mm-hmm. sometimes we go a little a little too far. I think the swearing was maybe not amazing. Although you're gonna get that with a British crowd, right? Um, but I think most, for the most part, um, most of the chants were they were productive and they were for the people in the matches that we liked. So there was a lot of chanting for Enzo and Cass, and there was a lot of chanting for Bailey, and the songs that were made up were to support the faces. I so saw I, some online. I thought that, it went quite well. I saw some people online that were. It would specifically, they were against the swearing, yeah. Um, which I don't I have a problem with. I mean, in, in the early two thousands, nineties, stuff like that, wrestling crowds in America swore, did swear chants all the time. Mm-hmm. That wasn't, you know, what I mean. Especially Philadelphia and New York, I guess even Toronto and places like that would do it. Uh, you know, smarter crowds. Uh, we we don't seem to do it as much in America anymore, obviously. Um. But well, I think it's because th- the product has been uh, aimed PG'd. younger. Yeah, right. So, and I think I think it it still sort of has a an aspect of that in NXT, and that's why I wasn't joining in with those chants, um, the the swearing chants. I, you guys know I I swear like a trooper. Right. But, yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't think necessarily that we should be branding an NXT special with a bunch of curse words. And then there were another side online, it seemed, that were the the chants, as far as they go, they they seemed like they um, were more, they didn't like how loud it was. They didn't like the fact that it was just constant, basically, and not, the the focus was being taken away from the crowd. Okay, cool. I mean, they were online. I saw people saying it takes away from the the wrestling. It takes away from the focus on the ring when the entire time the crowd's chanting something. You know what I mean? 
I don't uh, agree. It a- I don't. People are saying it drowns out uh, the wrestling. Yeah, uh, I don't agree at all. I wouldn't say that. I, I don't no. agree either, but what do you think about that, Dan? I, I mean, being there live is so much different when you're there live uh, from watching it on TV, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think uh, there was definitely a side to it where the crowd was really enjoying coming up with creative things to chant. There's there's no doubt about that. We were We were having fun with that. But we were also doing it to to show support for the guys in the ring. When Enzo was in the ring, there was that Enzo Enzo Amore chant to uh to the Seven Nation Army uh tune. Right. Yeah. And then when Cass got in the ring, we were like, Oh shit, we don't have a chant for Cass. What do we do? And then somehow the crowd broke out into a version of Hey Jude with Big Cass in it. Mm-hmm. And that happened because Big Cass was in the ring and we wanted to show support for Big Cass. Mm, yeah, and I, mm. I totally agree with that. Uh, I, there were a couple of times like that chant and the the, the Bailey chant uh, where it, it felt kind of weird, the tone of the chant with the part in the match that it was going along with. If you know, Do you know what I mean? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like when they were getting beat down, like uh, Big Cass or, or Bailey, and the crowd was, was doing those sort of long, drawn-out chants rather than something that was a little higher energy to try and pump up the... Right, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. When you're there live, it getting into the chants is like... It's part of the experience, you know? But oh, yeah. I think for people who watch, you know, uh, watch it... Uh, on TV or wherever you watch it, I guess nowadays you're probably watching it on your computer or your iPad. But um, they they don't see it that way, obviously, because they're not there. Mm-hmm. So I just I was wondering about that. I, I don't I, people complaining online about crowds drives me nuts because they don't. A lot of them don't seem to understand that that's what you do in a re- when you go to a wrestling show is you yell yeah. and you. Uh, make noise like that's the whole point of going to a wrestling show is to yell at the heels and do you know be able to cuss it stuff like that i mean you're always going to see when you go to a wrestling show you're always going to see a six year old to ten year old boy cussing and their parents aren't going to do anything about it at a wrestling show because that's just what you do there so Mm. i don't know The, the only other thing i would say is that i think there's been very much a precedent set for nxt that because they have that full sale crowd, which is so vocal and and comes up with creative chants, that that's what that's what happens at NXT, mm. and it happened at Brooklyn. Brooklyn came up with their own fun chants, and it happened in London. Right, and I think it's going to continue to happen. Although, if they're actually going to do the NXT Tokyo show that that may be in the works, that might that'll, not. Yeah, that'll be quiet. Be so like much normal normal uh, Japanese crowd, but yeah. Oh, yeah. So, how did you feel about Triple H getting such a non-heel reaction? Um, it I I didn't have any problem with that. It was the instinctive reaction from the crowd, because when it comes to NXT, I think everyone's kind of thankful that Triple H has has had this little project of his own. Um, I also didn't have a problem with that, that Triple H was there, even though he was supposed to be injured. Right. Um, 
because he explained that away. Uh, it was it was just kind of a nice, fun thing to open the show. I liked it. Yeah. And it was uh, like it was almost impossible to hear what he said. Really? Uh, well, the, the the you were really chanting with him. I heard that. Gotcha. Yeah. It was. We were pumped. Such... It was the beginning of the show. Everyone had been chanting before the show started, yeah. and then we were very excited that the show was getting underway. So he was before the two matches that was recorded. Yeah, he was. Okay. Uh, weirdly, I think they even showed. Uh, I don't know whether they had this live or whether it's just on the the rebroadcast or on the network. Um, they say recorded earlier. Over the Triple H thing at the beginning. Really? Really? I, so, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see that. Did they edit huh. anything out, did you notice? Or you probably weren't like paying that? Um, let me see. There was one thing that I noticed that was different. And I'm pretty sure it was different. I don't think I just missed it. There was, um, there was a video package during the takeover that was for the return of Sami Zayn. Yeah? Do you guys remember this? Uh, yeah, I didn't think I, s uh, that's hard. Was it like the one that they do on normal NXT? Because yeah, I, I might be was... just mixing it up with last, the last NXT I watched. I, I think we'd well, seen that before, yeah. Somebody's in Fro's room. Yep. Ask them what they thought about NXT TakeOver London. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, that's fine. Uh, so, yeah, it was uh, one of the Sami Zayn packages that we've seen before, I think. But at the end, it, it came up saying uh, returns next week, right? Uh, yeah, that they even that was the one they had on last week, uh, on the last week's uh, NXT as well. So, um, Or, I mean, the week before that NXT, I suppose. Uh, they had that same one. So, yeah. Okay, well, on on the screen in the arena... It didn't say next week. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. Um, so that made me think that they were still being coy about it because maybe he was going to come out at the end of the main event. Oh. Um, but it's interesting that they, they didn't record the Sami Zayn thing before TakeOver, presumably because they wanted it still to be a possibility that he was going to have some other involvement. That, so that and, and they probably that. didn't want uh, them to go right into the show with a bunch of Sami Zayn chants happening. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think all over of the, the NXT um, show? Yeah, there live, I thought it was brilliant. Uh, yeah. With the Jordan and Gable thing at the beginning and the Sami Zayn thing at the end, which were both very over. Um, I, if I was watching it at home, I think it probably was one of the one of the less brilliant takeovers mm -hmm. because I don't think a lot really happened. I agree, but it was still good. Yeah, it was still very enjoyable to watch, and some of the oh, matches yeah. were really great. Um, the Asuka match to open the show and the main event particularly actually I was impressed by the main event because I uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Finn Bauer I like him but I think he's a little overrated 
<laughs> That's so funny because uh, we all agree here uh, yeah. on uh, this. And the yeah. other thing is that I, I've seen Samoa Joe before. I saw Samoa Joe. Um, he was actually uh, in the sort of main event when I went to a TNA taping uh, at the beginning of last year. And so thinking about him being in the main event, I, I was like, ah, I've kind of seen that. He's, he's Samoa Joe. I know, I know what I'm getting. But I thought they both did a really good job with the main event. So uh, let's go over uh, the results and uh, maybe Luke will tell us uh, what we guessed. Sure. Uh, yeah, I actually don't know what Dan guessed because uh, Fro got that last week. Uh, so you'll have to fill me in on that, um, Dan. Okay. But um, uh, yeah, first match, uh, at least on TV, was Asuka versus e Emma uh, with Dana yeah. Brooke in a singles match. And I had said I, I said Oscar, and so did Fro. Yeah, so yes. did I. All right, uh, and she won, of course. What did Tilly say? Uh, I think we all said Oscar on this one. Yeah. Okay. I would have been shocked if if anyone had disagreed. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty obvious. Uh, I mean, you got the new person coming in, and then it's Emma. I so, tell you yeah. what, though, I thought for a minute that Oscar was going to lose. I thought Emma was really, really good in this match. Actually. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really good, and I thought the shenanigans definitely made me think, oh, wow, maybe she's not going to win. Uh, but I, I love her entrance, like Asuka's entrance. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's so good. And her, her theme, particularly, is just, it gets me pumped up when oh, I yeah. hear it. I'm not a big fan of her outfit slash mask thing happening, but other than that, I, I like I like everything about it, yeah. Okay. Uh, next, we had uh, Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson versus Enzo and Cass uh, for the tag team championships. Yeah, and I guessed wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. so did I. And Tilly, I believe, guessed uh, Enzo and Cass as well, and I guessed Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson. I was a yeah. little swayed just by what I really, really wanted to happen. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely thought there was a chance that they weren't going to win, Enzo and Cass. But um, I tell you I'm, what, when they lost, it, it really bummed the crowd out. Yeah. It definitely uh, brought the energy down a little for the next match. Yeah. And I, 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 was so, I was so bummed. I was so hoping they were going to win uh, the titles back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there just wasn't a lot of build-up for it. So it didn't, it, you know, it would have been, there wouldn't have been a lot of fanfare uh, for mm. it just because they just came back and it would just kind of be like a th throwing the titles on somebody uh, right away. I'll tell you what, though. Um, they did this thing that they've done a few times. They did it with uh, the Bailey sasha match where they put together just a phenomenal pre-match package that just makes you so invested in the faces because they had that package that showed uh, Enzo and Cass like when they first started tagging together and then showed them through a few different iterations and talked about how they were the the longest running tag team in the division. Right. And it just ah oh, oh. I so wanted them to win. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they'll get another chance. I think they'll get it here eventually. But I just think it was too soon to give it to them. So, maybe. Oh, I I will say another thing about uh, <laughs> 
about Dash and Dawson, actually. Um, it was this match, specifically when they won this match, that the gimmick kind of clicked with me. Because I think their gimmick only really works when when you know that they're important. Right. When you know that they are going to beat the guys that you care about. Right. Because before this, I thought they're a transitional tag team. Right. They're just to get the titles on Enzo and Cass. But now that now that we know they're they're trouble, I think I'm I'm down. Yeah, they're the legit <laughs> wrestler guys. Is what they are. That's their gimmick. Is yeah, they're le- yeah. legitimate. And in contrast to Cass and Enzo, legitimacy as far as uh, that goes, they're the opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, really love the f- finisher they did. Uh, it looked really, really, really good with Enzo coming off the top. Yeah. Can I can I say that this was actually the match of the night for me, even with the result? Yeah, I I understand that it was a a really good classic tag team match. Yeah, I really like this match. This was uh, this was maybe I had I had so much fun with this match because I was. I was always hoping that uh, Enzo and Cash was going to to do something. So, but still, with the result, one of my main main uh, really likes of this NXT takeover. Uh, yeah, I'd say it was either one or two. I think it was yeah. t- maybe tied with the the final match, but uh. Oh, the final match. Next, uh, we had Baron Corbin uh, versus Apollo Crews in just a Oof, kind of grudge bad. match thing. Uh, but yeah. such a bad match. Not enjoyable. Yeah. Really. Not at just... all enjoyable. I, I think... thought it was interesting that the crowd, um, they mo- we mostly only got into the match when we were saying swear words about Baron Corbin. Right. So I think that shows that people kind of like Apollo, but he's not super over. But what is over is how much people hate Baron Corbin. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yes. he's a good heel. Yes. He well, I don't know if he's good. a good heel. I, I just think he's uh, un- disliked. <laughs> like, he's, he's easily disliked is what I say about him. But, yeah. but okay. I, I just, I thought this was such a no-nothing match. Mm. Definitely my least favorite match of the night. Yeah, it, I mean, if you look at it, it, it was in the cooldown spot. Yeah. Um, because it was before the two championship matches. Yep. Uh, so we kind of almost had a, a double main event for the show. Yeah, kind of. I agree, way. I agree, I agree. Uh, but I said Baron Corbin. Uh, so did yeah. I. And what did I say? <laughs> I... I think you said Apollo Cruz, and I remember Tilly said uh, that she didn't know and didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I thought Apollo um, probably wasn't going to get another title shot, and so if he won, he would have been in line. Yes. So I thought the Baron was going to win. But. Right. Uh, next, we had uh, Bailey versus Nia Jax versus for the uh, NXT <laughs> Women's Championship. 
with Eva Marie. It's uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's important that you say Eva Marie's name. I know you hate her. I know I hate her. I know everyone else well, hates her. Actually, when I, on the list that I'm looking at, all of these other ones, it says Enzo and Cass with Carmella, Emma yeah. with Dana Brooke. I'm looking down here. It doesn't list Eva Marie on the list I'm looking at. <laughs> Eva Marie wasn't there, was she? She was there backstage, but she wasn't there during that. No, but... Yeah, oh, yeah, I guess that's a good point. No, 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 yeah. but, but she was there. Okay. She was there, but she wasn't there. Gotcha. Oh, I'm glad... Actually... I wonder what happened if she'd have come out into that crowd. I, I, know. I, I mean, I thought that was the whole gimmick they were going for, is they can bring her out and she's going to get super heat, you know, because that's, that's what no, they're doing I, with her, right? I think what it is is they knew that no one would be focused on the match. They'd be focused yeah. on booing Eva Marie if she yeah. was out there. So she would have yeah. just taken away from it. I, I, I agree. agree. So, yeah. I agree. It might have been a call right there once they saw how loud the crowd was. They might have gone, okay, we can't do this. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I said Bailey. Uh, Fro, I believe, said Bailey. Yeah, yeah we all Bailey. said Bailey. Yeah, okay. And Bailey won. Uh, I don't understand Nia Jax. Uh, Me neither. What is her gimmick? Is her gimmick I smile? Weird, like a weird, weird smile? What is I think her gimmick is that she's not entirely sure what her gimmick is. Right. <laughs> what What about this smile do they, they like? They seem Ugh. to want to push her doing this smile. Is it supposed to look like evil? I and, think so. Okay, but it doesn't. <laughs> it just looks awkward when she does it. And uh, then she talked and it was all... Oof, oof. Yeah. Once she talked, oof. I was like, this is... No, she's not... No. She's uh, not ready at all. Well, I mean, she... She looks the part, but when she yeah. talks, she sounds like a valley girl from, uh, from like Southern California. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, next I we had uh, Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe in our uh, main, or I guess a second of our main events for the NXT Championship. And holy macaroni, this was a good main event. Mm. Whew! But holy macaroni, we were all wrong. <laughs> yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I think I said, Tilly said Finn Balor, right? So no, Tilly was right. No, she she said she said. Oh, that's right. We first, got her to change her mind. Yes. She oh yeah. Changed her mind at the end. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I heard that after after seeing Takeover, and I was like, oh, you guys, you spoiled yes. it for her. Yeah, I'm. We made her change her mind. <laughs> So it doesn't count. I'm sorry. I guess last week when I listened back, I I, I was thinking, oh, we didn't think about Sami Zayn coming back. Yeah. Because obviously oh. that's going to be Finn Balor's next uh, opponent. Obviously. Oh, oh definitely. you say definitely. that. You see, I thought I was thinking about Sami Zayn coming back when I thought that Samoa Joe might win, because I thought that Sami might go after Samoa Joe somehow. I would have liked that, that just as much, to be honest. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Because I kind of thought that they might hold off on the Sami Zayn, Finn Balor thing until WrestleMania weekend. But how good was this main event? Oh, it was really good. It was. Oh. It was so well done. Um, I loved the story. I loved Finn's entrance. I know some people were a little iffy about the hat. Yeah, but I what, thought what the, was with that hat? <laughs> it was a Jack the Ripper hat. No, 
was it? Ah. Yeah, he was being yeah. Finn the Ripper. Yeah, they were. Finn I the mean, Ripper. they even had it on like the promos for the NXT London show and uh, yeah. stuff. So he was pulling it right oh, out of that. Okay. okay. Either that, or they were taking it from him, one way or another. I'm not sure. The thing that I would say about Finn's entrance is that I think it's important that he keep mix it. He keeps mixing it up. Because if he didn't keep changing things here or there, whether it be the paint or the appearance or like the gimmick that he's got for the entrance, um, I think people would get bored of it. So I think even if sometimes uh, it's a it's a little odd or a little off, he should definitely keep trying these quirky takes on the the gimmick. Yeah. I I still think he is over uh, tremendously. Like oh, yeah. for ex- for example, like uh, I I I think he he is one of the most over NXT guys right now. Wouldn't you agree? Definitely. Yeah. Um, I think Finn. Hmm. I was gonna say I think Finn is the most over man, but I think. That the most over men are probably in the tag division. Right. I think it's either Jordan and Gable or Enzo and Cass. Yeah. I think I the face so. of NXT right now is Bailey. Yeah, I agree. Um, but as far as like the singles male wrestlers, I think Finn's the most over guy. Um, Do you see him coming into the main advent of Raw soon? Uh, I don't know how you bring in Finn Balor. Um, I don't think... I don't see him jumping straight into any kind of main event. Right. But I'm not sure how you bring him in in a sort of mid-card way that doesn't just... I'll tell you how. ...with all the other mid-carders. You put him against uh, Bray Wyatt. That's how you do it. Yeah, or John Cena. And you have that kind of, like, supernatural versus supernatural Hmm. um, matchup. That's the way I see and it. And I, I, I would love to see him against John Cena as well. Oh, yeah. That would that would go really nicely. I'm actually not excited to see Cena come back. Really? Uh, I just think we've gotten a lot of change for the good and for the bad. Uh, I think they kind of went oh, through a phase I after th- he left that they were, like, confused th- and everything because they had also lost uh, the champion. Well, Oh, and well, I, I, and I everyone, they lost everyone basically, and I think I think they started working it out to where it's starting to get better, and it's nope. without John Cena. Okay, so. see, I can see what you mean, but yeah. on the other hand, um, I think Rollins, Rollins, uh, can I can I talk about Raw just for a second? Sure. Yeah. yeah spoil. Yeah. Let's make it make it quick because we're already running okay. late. Yeah, uh, Rollins won the Slammy for Superstar of the Year, and I think that's very <laughs> fair. Uh, uh, but I think you could make a case for John Cena. Yeah. Even I for agree. people who don't normally like John Cena. I agree. He's been he has fantastic had this year. a fantastic year this year. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to seeing him uh, again. Yeah. And and it doesn't really matter that we run over because we have some other segments that are going to be uh, a bit shorter, shorter look. Yeah. But we're, yeah. I mean, we're going long. I know, but who cares? <laughs> who cares? It's our podcast. <laughs> it's my podcast, damn it. it it's my podcast. Give me another 15 minutes. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, what uh, did you think of the whole thing? Look. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, really good. I think it was the perfect length as far as pay per view or a show like this should be. Yep. Um, and and uh, yeah, I would. I guess I would go um, four out of five as far as pay per view WWE yeah. goes. I'm exactly there, 4 out yeah, of 5. Yeah, I agree. I think 4 out of 5 is pretty fair. Yeah. Yay! So, what are you doing tomorrow, uh, Luke? Uh, I'm having Christmas Eve dinner with, uh, <laughs> with my family. Yeah. What are you doing tomorrow, uh, Dan? I think I'll be doing pretty much the same thing. Because... You have your Christmas Day, the 25th? On Christmas Day, yes, that's correct. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's me that uh, are the crazy one that actually have it on Christmas. I don't understand that. Can you explain? Well, uh, the 24th is is uh, Jesus' birthday. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> so... Um, we actually celebrate Christmas on Christmas Day. On the real day, on the 24th. Okay, but I've always, uh, for, even from my research, like in, <laughs> in England and uh, in the Americas and yeah. Germany and everywhere yeah. else, it's the 25th. So why yeah. do you say that Christmas Day is the 24th? Uh, because I'm Norwegian. And that's just how it's always been? Yeah. There's no historical reference to why it's a day earlier. Nope. Oh, okay. Not that I don't. I don't know. I because, like, okay. Spoiler alert. I don't celebrate Christmas. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, no, it's not because I'm a Jehovah's Witness. Uh, or a but, Puritan, I guess. <laughs> or a Puritan. I don't really care. No. Um. I don't celebrate Christmas because I don't really like Christmas. Ah, yeah, you're a mean one, Mr. I'm the Grinch. I'm the Grinch. Uh, but, Ebenezer yeah. Grinch. Yeah, throw the Grinch. Uh, I'm green and big, so it fits. Uh, but. Yeah, it's always been that way that it's the 24th. I think it's the 24th in Sweden, Norway, Finland, Denmark, Iceland, and that's it. Oh, okay, so not... It obviously has to do something with the region. I mean, uh, obviously, some of the origins... Yeah, because, because winter, winter, solvær, that was uh, the word I was looking for. That's a Norwegian word, and it means win- the, 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 it's the longest day of winter. Ah, uh, that was the winter celebrated. solstice. Yeah, the solstice yeah. as well. We, at least okay, yeah. but here, the longest uh, day is yeah, the but, 21st of December. Yes, so... Now, uh, yeah. Now. Now, but it was the twenty fourth. Oh, is that right? Yes. Yeah. And we decided on the twenty fifth. Maybe for some, I don't know why that happened. I'm gonna ha- yeah. we're gonna have to do some research on that because I figured Fro would know about that. But um. Yeah, I I don't care, so I haven't looked into it. 
Well, it's but, a good thing you don't care because you'd be podcasting on Christmas Eve. If right, if, <laughs> if tomorrow was uh, Christmas, uh, which I, I don't, I wouldn't mind because uh, Christmas is not a huge deal for me either. I mean, yeah. uh, especially after doing some research, I, I'm looking at it and going, "Wow, Christmas, uh, not a great holiday." Yeah, but it we have some some... Ba- some bad connotations to it when you look into the past. But uh, have you looked in some? Into something called Yowl. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. This is what I was trying to get into about w- what I think must be why it's the 24th. Yes. And why we might be wrong is because yes. basically Christmas was invented by the Norsemen. Yes, it was! Uh, which are, were from that area before, obviously, there were yes, countries was. like Finland and things <laughs> like that. So we are, we are right and you are wrong. Uh, I'd have to do more research on that, but I guess <laughs> I guess so. I mean, unless the at short... some point you guys decided to change from the 25th to nah. the 24th, which is very possible, I guess. But I figure you would have heard about that at some point. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. But yeah, always... the, the Yule. I guess talk about the Yule, bro. Yeah, because Yaul or a Yule. Because we, we call it Yulaften. And that's Christmas Eve. Yulaften. And that's from the word yaul. Cool. Which was mm-hmm. a, uh, a, a Norse god, uh, yaul. Yes. Which, yes. That's where we get the yule log and uh, yuletide greetings is huh. from uh, the this uh, god. One of the, the god of gods Christmas. Of, of, no, actually, no. Uh, there actually, was, no. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. But... Um, but yeah, it actually, the Yule Log represents fertility, so the log itself represents a penis. <laughs> yep. So when you say Yuletide greetings, you're saying penis greetings. Uh, <laughs> basically. Uh, happy penis day. It's <laughs> always about the penis. It really is. When you, do, when you look at all the symbolism uh, yep. of, of Christmas, it's all about the penis. Uh, yep. But I... Uh, one of the things, uh, another place it came from, because it kind of all at the same time, uh, Mithra was a god of revelry, a Roman god, and he was born on the 25th. Mm-hmm. So that may be where we get the 25th and they get the 24th is from the Roman. Yeah, because Yulablot, uh, the Norwegian word is, uh, is the midwinter uh, celebration. Right. And and they celebrated this uh, at this time because of the longest day of the year, because right. it was a, a pagan holiday. Because it yes. it was uh, celebrating the darkness. Basically. Yes, yes. So uh, what the Christian did uh, was kind of take that day from the uh, pagans and make it their day. If you look into the Roman side of it, uh, not only did the Christians take from the pagans and also a few other places, the Wiccans and things like that, uh, different pagan groups, uh, the Norse people and different ones, uh, they also took from the Roman side. And one thing they had in Roman in the Roman times during uh, uh, the 25th was this thing called Saturnalia. Yes. Which was a celebration to the god Saturn. Yes. Uh, 
and it was basically a massive drunken orgy uh, yep. uh, and and feast. Uh, right. Why do we not still do that? <laughs> well, I'll tell you why, because it evolved into something even crazier we're going to get into a little bit later. Yep. Uh, but they had basically adopted, the Church of Rome adopted Saturnalia and uh, this the Yule to entice uh, pagans to join the Christian religion mm-hmm. by, by basically hijacking their holiday and saying, hey, you can still celebrate that holiday, just do it with us, with Basically, so it was kind of like a recruiting tactic to create. They had a pretty good marketing department, it sounds like. Uh, yeah. Yes, they did at the time. But yeah, so so Yaul was the mid uh, was uh, in in northern times. This was twelfth of January, like twenty eight days after the winter uh, something. That you you talked about. What do you call it? Solstice. Okay, thank you. We have a there's a winter solstice and and summer solstice. Summer is the one where it's the longest day of the year. So yeah. So it's 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 kind of weird that the Christians kind of took it because where where it talks about Jesus' birth and we we have to be a little careful when we talk about this he was pretty uh, we are pretty sure he was born in october september october uh yeah or maybe even sooner uh yeah i mean there's one very obvious thing that if you look into the um the story everybody knows about the the manger and the shepherd seeing the stars and going to see the newborn uh if if it was december yeah. Why would a shepherd be herding sheep the, at night in the middle yeah. of the winter? Yeah, outside. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Uh, yeah. It 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 does not make any sense when you think about it logically. Nope. So it would be freaking cold. Right, and they would have their livestock in a barn at that point. Um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, that right but, there in and of itself, but there are other... Um, we have more so epic. many Christmas songs that says that Jesus was born on Christmas Day. And it's so... It irritates the frick out of me that Christians celebrate Christmas. When really what you're... They, they're rep- like I said, this uh, the 25th represented the birth of Mithra. Right. So really what you're getting is like they're taking this Roman god, uh, which was a pagan god, and they're putting it on, putting Christ over the top of it. So yeah, not actually ce- celebrating the birth of Christ. You're celebrating the birth of Mithra. Uh, well, everyone who's celebrating is celebrating what is in in their belief. Yeah, I guess so. But, so, I mean, but Christianity stole it. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, sure. But I get uh, did you did you know that uh, Santa Claus is pretty new? Well, relatively, I suppose. Yeah, eighteen hundreds. Ah, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but actually, it was a big marketing <laughs> campaign. Can you guess what company that actually created Christmas? Was it the Romans again? No, it was a little more modern than that. Was it Coca-Cola? Yes, it was. What? 
Yes, it was. Uh, I mean, there were versions of uh, Santa Claus that kind of all got blended together. So you, yes, the version we kind of know of today was amalgamated by by them. But uh, the one thing that cemented it was um, uh, the uh, Silent, not Silent Night. What's the book I'm thinking of? Yeah, Um, um, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Yeah, that's kind of the one other thing that cemented it there. but 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 around belly. But uh, modern day Santa Claus is actually created more or less by Coca Cola. Uh, yeah, but I mean, if you look into the history of oh yeah yeah yeah, uh, but uh, it but, actually but how... comes from Odin. Oh yeah yeah. So going back to the Norse uh, people, uh, oh, yeah. who actually Odin on the twelve days of Christmas would fly over, uh, fly over in his chariot. And he would decide who would die and who would live and, and prosper. Oh, jeez. Um, Odin's he, doing yeah, some he Krampus. Was, uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, I can get into that real quick. Uh, there was a thing called the Festival of Fools uh, in your neck of the woods. Um, yep, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Right. Um, but actually, this was kind of where Christmas came from, which was actually... Mm-hmm. When you look at it, it's called Christ Ma- Mass. Yeah. Which actually, during that, that time, um, was basically riots and murders and, uh, <laughs> you know, it was and also in a massive drunken orgy. But they killed people and it became like a huge issue where um, the church actually outlawed Christmas for like almost 200 years. <laughs> Celebrate good times, come on! <laughs> Okay, so uh, talking about underground Christmas, one of the things that I I like when it comes to Christmas is having the family around us. That is important. So uh, how many people are you going to have on your holiday party, Luke? Christmas Uh, party. uh, For dinner, you mean? Uh, I'm not really sure, but I know, let's see, um, it's going to be at least 10 so okay. a bunch. I mean, family and then also friends. So, uh, and you have a baby. Uh, you told us about uh, Dan. That makes well, a lot of noise. It's not my own baby, but oh yeah, it's not uh, Dan's baby. People. Yeah, I, my um, my six months old nephew is here with um, with my sister and he... brother-in-law. <laughs> I hope his parents are there. Yeah, they've not just dumped him with us. No. Uh, so there's, gonna, there's, there's only going to be about five of us, but it's going to be yes. uh, the first Christmas in a long time that there's been an infant in the family. So, this so is what, be are you going, what are you going to have to have for food? Well, we are going to have a turkey dinner. Is that uh, some somewhat the usual thing you you eat in Britain? I know in the something. UK, yeah, that is Christmas dinner for most okay. people. Okay. Okay. Um, what is, what is Christmas pudding and why should we eat it? Oh, Christmas pudding is uh, is this strange uh, dark fruit cake with yeah. uh, alcohol in it that you pour alcohol onto and set fire to it. And it and tastes bloody awful. You shouldn't eat it. Don't worry. No. It's not no. important. <laughs> it's, it, I, I'm it, not a big fan. 
I hate Christmas pudding, and oh, it's, it's so awful. It's chewy and it's overspiced. Yes, and um, the the only good thing about it is that you set it on fire. But there's lots of things you can set on fire at Christmas, especially if you've got like haywire fairy lights. So, <laughs> what about you, Luke? What are you going to eat? Uh, I know I'm going to be making Conkeel Saint Jacques uh, for my mom because she wanted and help. What? She wanted help Wh- cooking. What the freaking? It's basically scallops and shrimp and uh in a in a butter cream sauce so huh yeah hmm. so is that something you eat for christmas over there uh yeah i mean we have we'll have a big dinner but that's like one of the main courses so 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 what is the tradition for christmas dinner yeah uh, i mean because... ham maybe a uh, ham because yeah, you guys some do people the turkey do turkey thing yeah right? yeah some people still do turkey at um th- at Christmas as well, but okay. I think ham is probably generally considered the Christmas thing. Yeah, Christmas the roast ham. <laughs> the roast beef or the roast beast? The roast beast. <laughs> I'm like, look, roast beef is really good. I, I love roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I am British. Uh, yep. Uh, so, what are you, uh, can you, since nobody listens to the show, can you tell us something about the presents you're giving away, Dan? Me? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm giving, uh, some brandy to my, uh, to my brother-in-law. Okay. Um, I'm giving, uh, a box set of Downton Abbey to my sister. Ooh, lucky bastard. Um... And I have got a uh, a toy dog for my nephew. Aww. Those are the most interesting things. What about you, Luke? Uh, a bunch of presents, I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't even Come know. On. I'd have to think about it. <laughs> There's just too many. I I got uh, people things mostly. Uh, actually, people in my family do listen to this, so I, I'm not going to say uh, any of their gifts. But uh, okay. I would say. Most of the most of my presents are like multiple smaller gifts instead of right. big ones. So you, you can tell me after we stop recording. It's really not exciting. So okay, okay. Uh, Luke's family, you're not going to get anything because he doesn't love you enough. No, he hates you. He told us that before the show. Yes, yes. He he told us, please don't talk about my family. I hate them. Yep. I think that was yep. your exact words, actually. Yes, I, I think so. Wasn't it, Luke? Uh, no, not at all. So we'll we'll continue again, the charade. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, who, who listens to this show again? <laughs> who from your family is listening to the show? Uh, I don't know. I, I know my mom listens occasionally. I know she doesn't oh. listen to every show, but she listens Hi, Luke's mom. Hi, mom. Hi, Luke, mom. So, yeah, let's go into the tree. Uh, what what does this, uh, the tree symbolize in this Christmas origin story? Uh, right. I mean, it comes from the same thing as the Yule log. Obviously, uh, it's a representation of both the Earth and then uh, the phallic representation of like a, a penis or a, what do you call it? Um, I can't I, think. I, of it. I, I call it the penis. 
uh, uh, fertility. That's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. okay. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, because the tree is a German uh, invention, actually. Uh, well, to a degree. Um, it came from Germany because uh, King George I was German. So right. he, he brought it from there. But where it started... Um, where it started before that, it was basically uh, the from Wic uh, a Wiccan tradition. So uh, really? th things we have like mistletoe and wreaths, and uh, when you deck the halls with holly, as the yeah. song goes, those were all like Wiccan traditions. Like when you see an ancient Wiccan, they would have like the 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 halo of a uh, holly around their head. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be like what a wreath how where wreaths came from christmas wreaths uh but an xmas tree they would bring those people would bring a tree into their house during this time of the year because it was supposed to represent the earth spirits and okay. the earth spirits would uh bless your home uh and that those uh wiccans and pagans is where uh, that german tradition came from and so king george took that and he brought it to uh england Okay. From Germany. So, but yeah. But but why why the de decoration of this uh, fellas uh, uh, mark? From what I'm to understand, it, it, they did that as well. Um, the uh, it was just kind of to adorn it. Uh, it was supposed to be kind of like an not an altar to the pagans, but kind of like a um, a symbol of these. Uh, spirits so they're by uh decorating it it's like if you had an altar or uh, something like that where you put the beads on it and you have the candles and things like that so right yeah uh, and and uh, it's kind of uh, it's kind of strange that we want to have a tree inside like i find that kind of why <laughs> because it's always been that way. <laughs> I don't. I, I. I don't see the reasons why we should cut down a tree and dress it up in ugly decorations. Oh uh, yeah, well, yeah. That's kind of the reason is because pagans uh, worshipped spirits that were in the trees, and they inside thought that they were, the tree. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that came from the earth. So the earth, uh, the tree grows out of the earth, and they bring it into the house, and then. The spirits that come from the earth through the tree would then be in your house, uh, blessing your home. Was the idea? Oh. So really, oh. what we're doing is the Christmas tree is a representation of blessing your house, your home, and your family. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. That's nice. Yep. So where where come this idea of gift giving from? Uh, it's a little complicated, but uh, it has to do with Sunday school and things like that. It, um, uh, say that again. Why does it have something to do with Sunday school? Uh, well, they taught the uh, the myth of, of you know the birth on the twenty fifth of Jesus, right? And right. the uh, wise men brought uh, brought the uh, him gifts. So uh, gold, myrrh, and gold, myrrh, and frankincense. Yes, thank right. you. Uh, I should know that. I'm the Christian one. 
<laughs> right. I, yeah. It took me a second to remember it too, though. That's the hard. That's the hard one that nobody remembers. Yeah, but it's like like you, frankincense. How, what what is that? <laughs> uh, it's an incense of some type. I know that. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, myrrh, I think, is two, but I'm not yeah. really sure. Uh, and gold is gold. So. But yeah, they would. Uh, during uh, a time during the time right after they outlawed Christmas, uh, when the church brought it back as uh, the uh, celebrating the birth of Christ, they they used um, presents and gifts uh, of like candy and things to in Sunday schools uh, to um, teach the kids like if the kid could uh, recite the Bible verse. You know, uh, they would get a piece of candy and things like that. And so that's where we get um, both their tradition of giving kids gifts uh, and candy. <laughs> well, and can and 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 the Halloween tradition of uh, right. trick treating also comes yeah. from that same time. Um, but interestingly enough, like we get—I don't know if you have the stockings there. Where, yeah, we do. Which that uh, comes from what people call Krampus, which is what uh, Dan was talking about earlier. And I uh, was supposed to see this week. We, we forgot to tell people about that. Uh, yeah, you can t- uh, tell them. Uh, yeah, it was just, Fro was busy and it was not, it was unavailable to him. So It uh, was impossible to find. So yeah, uh, hopefully we can get around to it, but it's kind of, oh, yeah. nice. so it would have been nice to do this week because of the uh, Christmas week. Yeah. But uh, interestingly, I never knew the story of this. Well, I kind of did, but um, I guess this is based off of a, a there was like a Turkish bishop, uh, Catholic bishop uh, named St. Nicholas, obviously, where we get uh, yeah. the St. Nicholas uh, for Santa comes from. And mm-hmm. he captured the devil, apparently, or he said he did. Ooh. And he enslaved him. He enslaved the devil. <laughs> and that's where we get Krampus. Is uh, really is that? And he this it was basically to scare kids into uh, scare kids uh, into uh, being good on Christmas and things like that. So Krampus would do the same. He was basically the sidekick to. Uh, to Santa in those times. He was actually, they weren't like opposites. They were like together. They would, uh, be around each other. Uh, That's freaking cool. Which was, I guess they also called him Ruprik. Uh, okay. which obviously was maybe a t- Turkish word. Um, but stockings basically, uh, he would come down. De- he would either, he would give the good kids candy or he would give the bad kids switches. And sometimes Ruprik would even like, take the children, the really, really bad children, out of their home. <laughs> or at least that's what they told these kids. to. You know, really? Scare. Yeah. Maybe that is the myth where where elves are working for Santa. Maybe Actually, interesting are... enough, uh, it's reindeer. Yeah. Uh, Rupric was represented by uh, a goat with a horn, with horns. Yeah. Uh, so kind of like what we think of as the representation of the devil today. Oh. Uh, where it, it's probably where that comes from, but actually, it, he was transformed in the story into the reindeer, which were horned, uh, you know, uh, animals just like this horned goat. So the reindeer in that in the Santa story come from Ruprik and and Krampus. Oh, yeah, they were kind of just changed over when uh, they the Christians 
accepted Christmas and wanted to take it for their own and make it um, something else, something not as pagan, uh, basically. That's freaking cool. Yeah, it's a little weird. I mean, the original Santa, he was like, uh, when that he had this Krampus, he would have been shown with like a switch. So he would have been yeah. more of like a guy who would have beat your ass if you were doing something bad. <laughs> Not the jo jolly old elf we think of today, I guess. Yeah. Have you seen the movie this week, Dan? Uh, yeah, I I saw Star Wars. Oh, I heard about that. Is yeah. that a simple movie about life and death and something else? Yeah, it's got stuff like that in it, sure. Mm -hmm. uh, according to uh, scholars, it's it's a very simple movie. Mm -hmm. Star Wars. Star Wars. It's all, never... it's all old themes. Never, ever heard about it. Um, Luke, have you seen a movie this week? Actually, no. I haven't seen any movies this week. Uh, I've just been watching TV, so, um, yeah. Well, you don't cool have any being... Christmas movies that you whip out? In the run-up? Uh, no, I, I mean, I watched a few uh, a, a few weeks ago, I guess. I mean, obviously, um, every year I watch Gremlins on Christmas and then uh, nice. Die Hard. So those are kind of my nice. Christmas movies. I seated and watched The Hateful Eight this week. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. And how was that? That was bloody marvelous. Ooh, looking forward to it. Yeah. And the reason why I say uh, I cheated it is because we we are going to talk about it in some weeks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. That and um, I believe I it it has been released, but I don't think it doesn't come out till this weekend in America at least. So might have come what, out somewhere else. What movie? The Hateful Eight. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, it was a DVD screen, I think. Right, so it's probably already come out other places. Yeah, but it was a really good quality. And I'm not going to say a lot about the movie, but I liked it. Um, uh, it's always fun to see uh, something new from... Uh, Tarantino. Thank you, Tarantino. Uh, so, uh, we are going to say goodbye to Dan. Yeah, sadly, for, uh, there's, there's a lot of people in my house and... Uh, Yep. It's quite difficult to keep them corralled in other parts for long periods of time. So yeah, I'm going to bow thank out for the evening. Thank you for being on. Uh, thank you, you for inviting me. Yeah, it was fun to have you back. It was fun and, to be back. And and uh, we will have you. I know that you're you you you're coming back uh, sometimes. Yeah. And. And, uh, of course, if we have something crazy from England, uh, we are going to talk about uh, to Dan again. Yeah. So thank you for being on. Uh, but now we are going thank to you. have uh, the trailer. Hey, is there something you want to plug before you go? Me? Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I'm Dan Fielding. Uh, yeah. Other than that, no, just uh, have, a, have a happy holidays, everyone. Yeah. Now we're going to have uh, the trailer for the movie I've seen this week, Creed.
not built for this. These boys come in here, they gotta fight for life. People die in the ring. Your daddy died in the ring. I don't know him. I ain't got nothing to do with me. I've been fighting my whole life. It's not a choice for me. Every punch I ever thrown has been on my own. Nobody showed me how to do this. I'm ready. This picture's from the 10th round of the first fight, right? I heard about a third fight between you and Apollo. Behind closed doors. Is that true? How do you know all this? I'm a son. A great fighter once said, it ain't about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. This guy here, that's the toughest opponent you're ever going to have to face. I believe that's true in the ring, and I think that's true in life. Now show me something. So that was the trailer for Creed. Uh, Tilly was supposed to see it not, so she was going to tell us all the funny tidbits about this. Uh, so uh, I'm going to ask uh, not prepared uh, Luke at all. Uh, what is this movie about? Uh, yeah, so it's about, I mean, it, from what I've seen, it's about the uh, the son of Creed, I guess. Um, yeah, of and Apollo he, Creed. Of Apollo Creed from Rocky. And yep. his son getting into boxing and um, kind of trying to fill the, the shoes of his father, I guess, in a way. Ha have you seen the trailer? Yes. Yeah, what did you think about it? Really good trailer. Um... There's a few different trailers. There's a longer one out there, but if you go on the Facebook, that one is uh, kind of the international version. It's pretty good. Um, as far as a trailer goes, I'd say it really makes you interested in seeing the film. So, uh, And who's in it? Uh, yeah, so we have uh, Sly Stallone, of course, playing, of course. <laughs> coming back as Rocky, but uh, the old, old Rocky. So yeah. he does, he's not boxing or anything like that. Uh, no, he's not. Uh, his his name is not Balboa in this movie. Wait, what? He's not Rocky Balboa. Why? In this movie. They just call him Rocky, or yeah, almost every time. All right, every, every he's time. he's actually listed on the cast list as that. So really, uh, as Rocky Balboa? Yeah. So I mean, it, it must have been yeah. just on, in the script. Yeah. Uh. Then we have uh, Michael B. Jordan, who I've never heard of, playing never uh, ever Adonis Johnson, I guess, who yeah. would be Creed's son. Yeah. Uh, Tess Thomas playing Bianca, who I assume probably the love interest. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say yep. that, that is. 
Kogisha <laughs> Rashad playing Marianne Creed, who I'm guessing is uh, his mother. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, those are kind of some of the people in it. Not a lot of big actors uh, besides Sly Stallone, um, but uh, hopefully a good cast, yes? Yeah. Uh, what did you think about uh, the... I want to say the logo, but it's not the logo. Oh, the poster. Uh, the poster. <laughs> from what I'm seeing, uh, it's a little weird. It, it seems... I'm looking at it, and is that... Is, Stallone, not a person in this. He looks like yeah. a drawing. It looks like yeah. they threw him in with a uh, colored pencil. And then the mm-hmm. other person looks like an actual picture. Very strange. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's just uh, him in the ring with Stallone behind him. It says Creed. But then it has the ropes kind of making a 3D effect going on in it uh, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. This was produced by MGM, Warner Brothers, New Line. So a bunch of really big production people. It cost uh, thirty-five million. Whew. So you know a medium amount, but it's still a lot uh, compared to some of the smaller movies we've done. Uh, it made thirty in the first weekend, so it almost really? made its money back in the first weekend. Wow! Uh, so far in the U.S., it's um, made like eighty-eight million. So it's all it's really? o- over doubled its profit. Um, wow! Already. Um, let's see. I didn't obviously gather a bunch of trivia from this because uh, I didn't know I was going to be doing this. So I guess we'll skip that part and move on to what you thought about it, Fro. Yeah. Uh, What a good Rocky movie uh, without Rocky in it. Well, Um, it did have Rocky, but not as a main character, I guess. Yeah. Uh, this is. Have you seen Rocking all all the movies? The Rocky movies. I would say I've seen all of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you like the first one? Uh, to be honest with you, when I first yeah. saw it, uh, I thought it was a terrible film. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it since then, and I still think it's pretty bad. Um, because I know it, at the time it was something good, but when you watch it now, I don't know how much it holds up. So. Okay. Because it's that story, again, just with Creed in it. Right, okay. It's the love, the same love story, almost. It's, it's, but I think it's a good and updated version. And I I don't want to spoil a lot of it, uh, naturally. But one of the things that I liked with this (laughs) was... How in the background and in the foreground, uh, um, I felt Stallone was in this. It almost felt that it wasn't his movie, but he was still a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, even in the billing, the cast billing I'm looking at, he's second on on, right. the, on the sheet. So, yeah. Because he he's important to the story, but he isn't critical. I, I I don't mean that it's not uh, it's not a rocky story, really. It's about Creed and his relationship with his father, uh, how how he 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 uh, uh, has it with. 
uh, having not his dad's last name, trying to make it on his own without using his na- dad's name. Uh, it's a lot about family in this movie. This mm-hmm. this 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 movie is is such based on the premise that we are are we we already know uh, Stallone's character. Now we get to know Creed, or a really weird name, Johnson. Oh, right. Adonis Johnson is what it says. Adonis Johnson, yeah. So I felt this was done in a really, really good way. I did. Oh, uh, yeah. Does it follow up really well? From the other movies? Nope. No. Uh, I mean, I guess the last one would have been the Rocky Balboa one, right? Is that yeah. the last one where yeah. he was the old, old, old and he was fighting the young kid? I think it was. Uh, but yeah, okay. Hmm. So uh, I would rate this uh, four out of five. Really? That's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I didn't mention the ratings before, but uh, oh, yeah. the IMDb is a 8.4 mm-hmm. on it right now. Um, let me see Rotten Tomatoes real quick. Uh, Tomato. 93. So really? way up yeah, there. Yeah, that's good. I really liked it. I really liked it. Right on. So you say you see it? Oh, definitely see it. And I'm going to agree with you. Just from the trailer, I went, oh, I want to see this movie um you know trailers can be uh misleading sometimes but this seemed yeah. uh like it, it it really knew what it was doing so uh i i lots of times that also translate into a good film um have you read anything this week uh just uh still working on run of his life the oj simpson story um i'm about four i think four and a half chapters or maybe i'm closer to five but i'm pretty close uh to that so um just working Still on like it slowly. It? Uh, yeah, uh, it's a yeah. lot to take in. I mean, oh, yeah. oh, some of the stuff of in, the, in this last yeah, this last part, I had to like maybe it just because I was busy. I think I was washing the dishes at the time. Yeah, and I'm listening to it, and I actually had to rewind maybe like 15 minutes to go back and go. Oh wait, did I miss something mm. here? And it, <laughs> and I did. There was all this information I had just kind of like uh, glazed there's over a, my mind. Yeah, but there's a lot of information in this book, and I actually like that. So. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's important in this story because I mean, oh, yeah. I know I knew a bit about it just because I grew up with that the whole thing. But some of the stuff is stuff that I would have never known because um, I never researched it after the fact. Uh, where can they go and get that book for free? Uh, that's audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Or uh, I said forward slash just to be like, yeah, because she's not here. Yeah, yeah. You are my telly when telly isn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading Leave Grossman, The Magicians. Ask me why. Uh, why? I've never even heard of that. Um, but go ahead. Uh, because The Magicians are coming uh, this January. And it's maybe on a list that we are going to talk about soon. A list? Yes, over something I'm looking forward to see. Oh, right. Okay. 
Yeah, I see. Uh, I saw the pilot uh, episode that they showed, and it's going to be freaking awesome. Uh, so I have bought the books, all three books, uh, and uh, before I saw that, and I found out that I should read the book before the TV show started. Oh uh, yeah, actually, I didn't mention this, but uh, this week I saw that new trailer for uh, the 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 OJ what it, American it Crime Story. Doesn't that look awesome? Uh, did you see the one the one where Cubic Gooding Jr. is trying yep. to commit suicide? Is that the one yep. you're talking about? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, I saw the other one, the shorter one with the dog, but this one's yeah. more extensive and it actually shows you some stuff. So I loved it. I'm yeah, really it definitely makes it look it. interesting. So we'll see. Yeah. We are really looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, I have high hopes. Hopefully it's not. I mean, uh, hopefully it's good. It's on a yeah. good channel, and it probably has good funding, and it's got good actors. So, and we 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 will follow it. So, uh, since Telly isn't here, uh, she can't have her punishment. She was supposed to see Red Room, um, but I posted something on uh, when we we our like we have a co-host chat that we keep updated and i posted something on there can you read what i posted there about the show that's coming back for a third season oh right right yeah um let me go to it real quick Oops. yep uh but yeah you go ahead and in, into it i guess <laughs> yes because the leftovers is coming back for a third and they confirmed it Final season. Right, confirmed by the writers and producers as the final. Yes. Um, which that was kind of a big uh, iffy thing about this last yes. season. Yes, yes. And I, one thing we didn't talk about last week, or uh, but I mentioned it to Fro after the show, was that uh, the, the lead actor, uh, Justin Thoreau, uh, I think it was the day after... Uh, uh, no, it was the day before the finale that we watched um, uh, last week. It he he opened his first Instagram account. Yep, and uh, he put up his first picture, and in well, I think it was one day he got like four hundred thousand followers. <laughs> yes, yes, and I go look at that, bro. That's them just see, testing the waters to see if they should make another season, and uh, obviously they chose to. And and Fro said, no freaking way they are making a third season. <laughs> yeah, and I had said that, that they totally all left an opening, and obviously they're going to go for it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, hope, if you haven't I, seen the end of last season, you should probably skip, you should probably stop listening right now. Would you say that, Fro? Yes. Because we can't yes, really talk because... about next season without talking about last season. No, so if you haven't seen the last episode of The Leftovers, skip this part. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we'll be it will be done uh, with the show after this, so you can just yes, yeah. Um, oh, great! Right when we're right when we're doing this, my uh, Firefox crashes as I'm looking at <laughs> the thing. Isn't that isn't that typical? <laughs> right. Right when we are going to do right this. When, right when I was Woo! about to read this little article piece, the <laughs> whole thing crashed on me right when I was about to say it. 
So, uh, this is from Serial. Uh, Serialable? Is that how you say it? Yes. Uh, dot com. Uh, it says, uh, it's with, uh, great, this is from Damon Lindoff, which, uh, who, uh, is the creator of the show. He says, uh, yes, I have never experienced the level, skipping around, I have never experienced the level of creative support, support and trust that I've received from HBO during the last two seasons of The Leftovers. Uh, Tom, myself, and our incredible team of writers and producers, put tremendous care in designing those seasons as novels onto themselves with beginning, middles, middles, and ends. As we finished our most recent season, it became clear to us that the series as a whole was following the same model. So each season was kind of... uh, There was the beginning season, the middle season. And uh, with the beginning and, and middle complete, the most exciting thing for us as storytellers would be be to bring the leftovers to a definitive end. I am so freaking excited and kind of sad at the same time because I said to you and I I think I said it on the show as well I'm happy if they end it with season two uh yeah and um, I think the big question here going into it um is his character going to be dead at the end at the beginning of this next season that's the big question in my mind right now yeah and what do you think bro i think we are not going to have a lot of justin Thoreau in this last season i have a feeling that his story is done with here's my thought um since we've had a lot of this uh, story line of going into uh, dying and going into this kind of other world, um, which we know that both he did and the guy who shot himself in the head uh, right. before killing him, and then there was the man on the tower. So right. my thought is maybe uh, Justin Thoreau can will be kind of... Uh, brought through the man on the tower maybe or another character who goes into that um other world i guess we would call it i'm not sure if i want that i i i we we talked uh how much uh both of us like the meg story uh dan doesn't like it but we love meg right and I think I want more. I want more of her. And I, I, I think, I think I'm, I'm almost a little like satisfied with the sheriff's uh, story at this time. Uh, yeah. And but... I, I have to sneeze. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um. But yeah, I mean, I just think they're going to want to bring him back uh, as a character because I think people like him. And I think, number one, uh, he is the draw for women. Uh, You know what I'm saying? He's the good looking cop cop guy. So they're going to want to bring him back to sell to that demographic because that's how TV shows work. But but do 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 you agree that we need more from 
Magside. Oh, I think we're definitely. I think cool the whole beginning me? of it's going to have to do with her. Uh, the first few episodes, probably. Yeah. 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 I mean, because that's the I, one I, thing. I, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that that's the thing I want to follow. Like, that's the only thing that I feel is not explained, and all the things with with. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, the other town. Uh, what is going to happen with the priest? Uh, the whole thing with uh, the wife of the priest. Right. We got no There's... conclusion to that at all in this last season. Right. Uh, the man on the tower, we got no conclusion on. We got no nothing more on the Indian woman and her child at the beginning of the season. So Right. So I, I feel like if they leave Justin Thoreau in the background, I would not be angry if they shift focus from his storyline in the third and final season. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I just I think he'll be in there. They might shift focus a bit. I think you're agreed. But if he does, I think I think he'll die and he'll be involved in it that way. Where I remember uh, in the first season, we had at the end of the season, we had the lady die and she yes. followed him around as a ghost. And I think maybe he'll yes. he'll be that now. Um, he and will continue be the it. ghost? Yeah, he will. Ma- yeah, and maybe Tommy's ghost, I'm thinking maybe. Ooh. Which could be interesting. Int- yeah. That's an interesting uh, way. Uh, what do you. What do you don't want? What do you uh, wish they don't do? Uh, I hope they don't make this a thing where the town is battling the the people in white and overcoming that in the end. I just want the first first couple of episodes for the people in white to take this town over and just be ruling it with an iron fist. Yes, I I totally agree. I, 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 I definitely don't want the town to win. Right, exactly. And I think uh, I think we're going to get stuff about the town that's going put to put it in a bad light and make the town the heel uh, out of this. Which hopefully we get that, but we'll see. Do you think uh, the storyline is going to continue in Miracle? Uh, at least for a while. I mean, uh, we uh, we definitely have to see what happens with this battle between the town and them. And uh, also, we kind of have a third group, the people in white, the town, and then there's the caravan or people who right. weren't, weren't uh, in white. Outsiders. Right. Yeah, the outsiders. That's a good name for them, I guess. Um, yeah. And so it's kind of going to be three groups, uh, but two of them are going to be working against the town, kind of. But I imagine we're going to have some... Also, some of the outsiders fighting with the people in white. So that whole and, battle is going to be interesting. And and the priest also fits in that category. Uh, right. We're, I mean, we're going to get the story of him returning to his wife. Only oh. to like, she's going to be like, oh, I have to stay here till I can have the baby. Uh. But there's this huge battle in town. And it's obviously yeah. not safe. But she can't leave because, yeah. you know, uh, of that whole thing. We don't really know why, yeah. I guess. But. Yeah, that, yeah, that whole story will also be interesting. So there's a lot of stuff going into this that, um, now that I know there's a third season, I can see them doing. So, 
Uh, is there some people you think we will not see again? Um, what about the neighbor family, the black neighbor family? Well, we're definitely going to see the daughter because yes, she was kind of instrumental in that whole thing. Um, uh, I agree, but do you think they are going to follow the dad there? Uh, I don't know like how much that story. Yeah, it seems like maybe he died at the end of this, but I'm but they don't ever show anything yeah. like that. So uh, yeah, we don't really know how much they're gonna bring back of that. Um, yeah, the mother I never thought was an interesting character. Uh, she's like I totally agree. The deaf nurse. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I don't see them bringing a lot of that back. I guess. Um, I also don't see them bringing a lot of the man who hugs people because we kind of got yeah. rid of that story. Uh, was it in this last episode or the episode before? I can't really remember. Yeah. I, in the I, last I can't one, I think, remember. but yeah. she basically saying, Oh, it's all fake. You know what I mean? Yes. And then Meg saying, Oh, well I can yes. do that for real. But she's saying, I thought of when she said yes. it was real, she was saying it in a metaphorical sense. Uh, not yeah, so much she can actually hug people and take, but more like I I have a group that can do that kind of. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, are you afraid of it ending like Lost? Well, we kind of got an ending like Lost already, so I don't see that happening. Um, <laughs> we got kind this of. season kind of ended like Lost. Uh, yes, but in you know how way. I really want it to end, but I don't think it will end this way. Mm. Uh, I think it will end um, uh, Reservoir Dog style where everybody just kills each other at the end and they're all dead. <laughs> really? Uh, kind of, yeah. Uh, mm. Because I, I am beginning to think that the leftovers are going to come back. Oh, interesting. Uh, that's my theory for for season three. Do you think Meg uh, has somehow has the ability to do that, and she's that's why she's yes. there? Yes. Interesting. I guess we never got anything at the end yeah. of this last season about where the wa water went um, either uh, in the river. No. So that could have yeah. something to do with it, uh, and that could bring back uh, the Indian woman and all that other stuff. Uh, that could be really interesting. And and and. What happens when the kids of uh, the sheriff's new wife and husband comes back? That would be an interesting storyline. Right. So, so uh, that's where you think uh, it's going to end? You think it's going to end with the with the others coming back and like uh, something happens? Yes, yes. I mean, that could be a really yes. good ending. Yeah. Yeah. Everything going back to more, more, uh, normal. Yeah, I, feel. I mean, there's been a lot of hinting in in the this last season, especially, and a little bit more in the first one, uh, but not as much as this last one about uh, there being a second uh, uh, wave. That it, yeah, a second wave of people being taken. Yeah, uh, and maybe that's just all a, a ruse to trick us into not knowing that it's going to be the reverse, like you said. That could be very yeah. cool. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, bro. That's interesting. Mm. That's my theory. Cool. Uh, yeah. Talking about 
uh, TV shows. Uh, what am I going to watch next week? Uh, oh, right. Um, it's your choice. Uh, good point. Um, I kind of thought we would start with Tilly this time because because I went first last time. But since she's not here, uh, yeah. I I have I have three different ones here, and we're gonna play a little game, Fro. So I'm gonna give you each of their oh. each of the three. I'm gonna give you the genre of show it is, and then you pick okay. the genre you want to watch, and okay. then you get that show. How's that sound? Okay. All right. Uh, okay. So the first one is a reality show. Reality type game okay. show. The second okay. one is um, a comedy. Yeah, we'll just say a comedy. <laughs> like a sit. That's a, general. A comedy a sitcom. A sitcom, uh, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Or yep. the third one is an action adventure type show. I want the game show. The reality show. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna bring it up so I can send it to you. Um, this show. I would have is from VH1. Okay. Uh, it is called the White Rapper Show. Oh my freaking god! <laughs> and you'll be watching uh, season one, season one, episode oh. six, uh, okay. which is available on YouTube actually. So uh, you'll be watching. <laughs> Everybody else. Can oh go out there and get it. Uh, it's on there for free. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, this this uh, reality oh. show only lasted for one season. Uh, I wonder why. <laughs> and it is about. Um, oh. It's basically Oof. a game show to find the best uh, white rapper. Uh, and it's awful. Yeah, uh, I would compare this to the original NXT. Uh, but with white yes! rats instead of wrestlers. <laughs> yes! <laughs> the funny thing is that I've seen all of it. <laughs> uh, when, like a, a while ago or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably when it was originally on. So, yeah, as long as it, I, I, So, yeah, this came out in 2007. So do you think it would uh, oh, around then? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I freaking hate to. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But that doesn't mean that Tilly is excused. She needs to do Red Drum next week. Right. So we'll just do a du oh, double feature next week on that. Yup. Yup. Um, next week, we are also uh, going to have a special guest. Uh, I'm going to tell you about this special guest before. Because he, he is maybe the most eager guest we ever had. Wouldn't you say? Uh, he's passionate. Uh, <laughs> he's passionate. <laughs> uh, we know that from uh, previous times we've done podcasts with him. Yes. Uh, it's the man everyone loves to hate. Uh, we are going to have Trun on uh, the next show. So uh, either people are going to skip it or they're going to listen extra carefully. <laughs> <laughs> it should be fun. So uh, Yes. I, like I said... Tron is always passionate about things, especially politics and uh, things like that. So, yeah, uh, and we are going to talk about news from the week, uh, but we are also going maybe to talk about this hateful eight surprise 
police boycott? Bi- yeah, which this? we talked about on the show before. Uh, remember yeah. when the police were saying they were going to do some kind of surprise oh, yeah. thing oh, yeah, uh, against yeah, the yeah. hateful eight? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it premiered already. Uh, there was like the uh, big uh, red carpet event for the premiere, and okay. they didn't do anything there. Uh, okay. But we will see if this weekend, when it comes out, if they do anything uh, in the opening weekend as far as, like, the police unions go. Or if they were just, uh, you know, blowing smoke up everybody's ass and see what happens. Yep. Our main topic is going to be an interesting one. Uh, We are going to uh, talk about our uh, top five best and worst TV and movies of 2015. Uh, because we are talking about this uh, the day before the new year. Uh, this is going to be an interesting thing. Uh, yeah, um, uh, we talk a lot about movies and stuff on on here, so um, well, yeah, we should and all have some interesting ones to to mention. So and listing is always fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, mostly the interesting part will be talking about our takes on things and stuff like that. So I agree. And uh, Luke is uh, finally going to see his own movie, Star Wars, uh, The Force Awakens. Which is weird, because I lived it, so I don't really need to watch it. But I'm I know, because he was your father, and everything was sad about that. I remember that. Yep. Yeah, yep. Ter- terribly sad when that happened. How, how, how was it to grow up? Uh, knowing that uh, your father was uh, Darth Vader. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't know for a long time, so that no. yeah. But when he cut my hand off, I was kind of pissed. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> and 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 I have no interest, so I'm going to see it. Not that's that's happy. Uh, and Tilly is going to be back. Yep. Uh, that's- after the holiday season and everything, and then we'll be moving into next year pretty soon. So, so happy whatever you celebrate. Yeah, happy uh, solstice to everybody out there. <laughs> happy, happy Joel. Yeah, <laughs> Yaul. Yep, happy uh, uh, Rupric Day. If you celebrate, ha- that. happy Hanukkah. Yep, happy Kwanzaa and all the other good stuff. Uh, happy Star Wars Day. Uh, happy goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, citizen. <laughs> <laughs>